Erica Hicks. And welcome to our podcast, The Magical Holistic Healing Arts, where we're going to interview different practitioners from all kinds of modalities so we can learn better ways to take care of our sacred body temple. And as always, we have our Kong and Water, our magic elixir, which we are proud distributors of. Do you know what Kangen means in Japanese? Why don't you tell us? <laughs> it means return to origin. So basically, they've made this machine that allows this water to be like we're drinking straight from nature, straight from the glaciers of Mother Nature. How cool is that? It is, and if you need more information regarding Kangen and the scientific details, just look at the links below and we'd be happy to help you. On this episode, we're going to interview Denise Timofey, a clinical homeopath. So Denise, what is your magical art? Oh, I do clinical homeopathy. So it's the majority of people do classical homeopathy, um, but this is a little bit different. I was taught by Robin Murphy, who is a naturopath doctor and the person who writes pretty much the premier um, reference books in homeopathy, Materia Medica, Nature's Materia Medica, and I think now he's got the meta repertory out. But I learned from him, and basically what we do is we use lower potency remedies instead of very high potency remedies, and we're addressing the person as a whole. And what we're doing is we're kind of nudging them to, to a more balanced state or a more healthy state. Whereas classical homeopathy, they're using hot, much higher potencies. So in some cases, they're bouncing their vital force around a little bit, sometimes causing aggravations. We don't believe in that. We believe in just gentle, no aggravations. Try to get them to a healthier, more balanced overall state. So I'm not talking so much about acutes here. You know, if you got if you have poison ivy or whatever, I'm talking more about in classical homeopathy, they call it constitutional care. And in clinical homeopathy, we call it your chronic remedy, which really, if you look at the whole picture there, it matches the emotional state that you sit in. And um, I found Denise um, really at, at a trade show or whatever, the, an outdoor event, and I have um, glaucoma, so I just mm. saw her and was all excited, like, oh, well, how can you treat glaucoma? Because most people have no answer or treatment for that. Right. And you were like, oh, well, here, why don't you try some of this and we can clear that. And what was really resonated with me was for the first time, I heard that there was a potential to heal this. Yeah, um, and it's like crazy. many chronic illnesses, or arthritis, or you know, there's so many. They're they're psoriasis. There isn't an answer that someone will say that. So just in that, I felt empowered, um, and that was it's really true. And you know, what most people don't realize is that most things. I shouldn't even say most. Pretty much everything manifests from the emotional plane. It's not from the physical. So yes, you had glaucoma on the physical plane, but it didn't come from there. So when I work with people, I try to look at where they are and what's going on in their life. Because if you can take away the emotional impact of what's going on, you actually 
are going to impact their physical issues. So quite honestly, when you came to me, I never, you know, most people repertorize, that means they go in the repertory and they look up all these symptoms and they look up all these remedies and they make these lists of remedies and they start matching different symptoms to remedies or they have software that does this. And then basically they pick these remedies to use, you know, because they correlate what matches between all these different you know, rubrics in the repertory. But what I did was I looked at you on the emotional plane and you had a lot of things going on and there was an extreme amount of stress in your life. So I did not look up glaucoma in the reference books. I didn't look it up. All I did was treated you as a whole person. What's going on? Where are you sitting? what's happening are you angry are you happy are you sad are you you know overwhelmed are you disappointed and i tried the way that i do it is i use a low potency chronic so that's where you sit most of the time on the emotional plane but that you know we live in a dynamic world so what happens is you know when someone comes into your life and they make you very angry we need to dissipate that so that we can have that little chronic remedy continue to work to bump you to a more balanced state. So every time, if you got the flu, it would be the same. We treat the flu and keep going with that little chronic remedy to push you to another balanced state. But we, you have to use those acutes in conjunction with that. The acutes are, tend to be a little bit higher potency. But you need to, like, not super high, <laughs> like a 30 or maybe a 200 once in a while, long while, a 1M. So we're not going that high. But you, you typically use those to get rid of roadblocks or issues that are bothering you at the moment. And you still continue with your chronic remedy over the long haul. And then see what you're doing is you're elevating the person's vital force. So instead of doing what they do in allopathic medicine, let's kill it. What we're doing is we're saying, all right, let's make this person strong as a whole. Because if we make them strong as a whole, a lot of things will go away. So instead of treating this is wrong and that's wrong and this is wrong and that's wrong, all I do is I look at the person where they are emotionally, address that, and anything else that we can that causes them stress, we use remedies to dissipate that, to elevate their vital force. So as a whole, they're in a healthier state. And by virtue of that, their physical issues, like your glaucoma, got better. That's so beautiful. I love that. Well, and you know, it's interesting because um, it also makes you aware. Like, mm -hmm. I love the chronics and the acutes because when I came to you, I was in an immense amount of pressure. So right. pressure on my eye, pressure. I could have had a heart attack perhaps. There's many ways that could have developed. Right. But I teach women to be aware of their emotional state and a lot of the acutes that you gave me and that I use and my daughter uses. Yeah are dealing with our emotional state. So first we have to be aware of like, hey, I'm really pissed off or oh, I'm feeling so lonely. <laughs> or overwhelmed, that's one that I feel a lot. <laughs> right. She's a cow carb. So 
not only am I um, healing and addressing my emotional nature, but I'm also empowered to notice. Mm -hmm. And then when you put that remedy on, you notice like you're not in it anymore and then to take it off. So it really starts to teach people a physical and emotional and a spiritual really Mm. awareness of themselves. Yes. Right. And just like what you said, you put the remedy on you. So most people, when they do homeopathy, they think they have to take the remedy, take the actual pellet or take it in a bottle in liquid in a remedy solution bottle or there are other ways. But you really, you know, my students know that I test everything. So I, and I'm not, I'm a pretty, I used to be a computer programmer. So I'm not a really airy fairy person. I'm pretty grounded. But what I realized is some of these crazy things they suggested, I tried them and they worked. And one of them was wearing remedies. So all you do is you take either the vial where you take some, you put some in a little, like a little coin envelope and put it on your body, in your energy field. Now you have to be careful. You can't have your phone on you every minute and because you will cancel the remedy, but they work really well like that. It's just, and it's so much easier because in the beginning, when you start first start working on yourself, you're going to change in and out of remedies a lot. And if you think you have to run around with bottles or pellets all day long, you know, if you could just bring these little envelopes with you and just switch them in and out, you know, put them in your pocket, put them in your bra, put them in your shoe, wherever you want. But they work as well like that, just as if you took the, the pellet. I actually think they work better because what happens is it keeps your vital force very consistent. And you don't, if you take it, you can feel yourself bounce down that you may need it again. So you feel yourself go up and down. But if you just wear it, typically you're fine. And it's just like, you just hum, you know, it's just a very even feeling. And so what was your journey to find this homeopathy? Like, how did you get started in finding this? So what happened with me was, I guess my whole life, I never felt like allopathic medicine was right for me. It just, it didn't seem right. And so my whole life was like a quest. Let me try this. Mm, Oh, all right, that worked, but not what I was looking for. Let me try this. Let me try this. I tried a lot of different things. And finally, I went to homeopathy, got there by accident. And I start looking at this and I start reading all these books. So me, I'm a researcher, okay? So I got every book out from the library on homeopathy. I read them all. Then I bought more books. I read them all. I still didn't understand it. So I thought, well, I'm not stupid. So why is it that I can't get this? And then I found Robin Murphy. And he used to be a classical homeopath. He is no longer a classical homeopath. He's a clinical homeopath. And I started watching and listening to what he was saying. And, you know, in my mind, in my logical mind, it didn't make sense. Some of the things he said, like, why is it that you can dilute a remedy more and that makes it stronger? Well, that doesn't make sense. And then he said all these other things that didn't make sense either. So. I was churning and churning and churning in my head. And finally, I said to myself, Denise, 
You either have to forget this homeopathy stuff or just move beyond this and see where it goes. So I started trying it and I realized it worked. I'm pretty sure it worked. Then I try it again. It would work again. And I try it again. And it would, it, you know, it's not easy. You're not going to nail it every time the first time. But if you play, you can really get it to work. And I kept seeing results and I saw results with animals. And to me, they don't care what it is. So you don't have to worry, oh, well, I believe in homeopathy, so I'm going to get a result. They don't believe in homeopathy. They don't care. They go in the stall. I, wa I watch my one thoroughbred walk in the store totally in his stall, totally lame, on three legs. I gave him some remedies. I didn't get them right. I gave it again. And I, he walked out of that stall like not lame. I'm like, well, I don't know how this stuff works, but it definitely works. So, you know, when you keep seeing it work and work and work, it's very hard to walk away from. And then you realize this is a modality that is not new. This has been around for a long time. And basically what happened was it didn't make money for the new AMA group that was coming in. And they basically blackballed all of the homeopaths that were around. And they basically closed all the homeopathic colleges. The homeopaths went out of business. If you were an AMA doctor, you weren't allowed to associate with them. You know, so, you know, it, it, it's an old modality that people think, well, it doesn't work because it's old. Well, that is not true. It definitely works. You know, if people would just try it. People that try it and really see how well it does, they don't leave it. It's just, in my opinion, it's the most cost-effective way to stay healthy. Yes, you have to invest in a kit, reference books, training. But once you do that, I mean, it just pays you back over and over and over again. Yeah, and I, I think I've heard a lot of families like to do this because that's how they can treat their kids on a very natural way, using energy rather than taking them to right. the doctors every time or whatever. They have that sense of power in themselves as a mother to help their kids once they learn this modality. It's funny, there's there's a mother who just, so right now it's the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. So we're in the middle of this. So I decided, you know, I would try to give back. So the students that took my classes, I'm, I gave free um, 20 minute consults. And I had a mom that called me and she had a child who was very needy and had an eczema. She had already taken classes with another homeopath. Um, she had consulted with two other homeopaths, different homeopaths, um, and they got, she got no results. She took my class, just my beginner homeopathy made simple four week class, and she started treating her son based on he was so needy. She, so she used a remedy and she virtually she made his eczema go away that's what she did so it's pretty impressive you know here's a woman she doesn't have years and years of training she used people that had years and years of training they gave her nothing they were classical homeopaths now i'm not slamming all classical homeopaths but the bottom line is she used 
two homeopaths that didn't do this kind of homeopathy. So uh, the way I do it as I teach very straightforward bottom line, and I want people to be able to do this on their own, not to have to call me every time they run into trouble. So she, she dosed her own son. And yes, yeah, she needed a little help tweaking it. So that's why she called me for the consult. But she basically had it. She had the right remedy. She had the right potency. She just needed to bring it in again a little bit higher. And she, the kids, he was not only being less needy, his eczema was going away. So it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I have chills right now. That's so, so epic. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's empowering. Um, it's a it great is. way because we do get, as parents, I know when Erica was little, you know, they give a lot of antibiotics and, you know, you're taking a sick kid into a sick, like there's a lot of stuff. I mean, even right now with the virus, like you don't want to go to the doctor. No. Because <laughs> it's and like. You know, and what people, the other thing that people don't realize is homeopathy's sweet spot, its strength is in epidemics. Mm -hmm. Now, no one's going to believe that. And in fact, it's very interesting. There's a homeopath. She was. She was in London years and years and years ago. You know, she's deceased, but she did a lot of work during epidemics. And the, her name is Dorothy Shepard. She has some really great books out, little books. You can buy them on Amazon very inexpensively. And she, every time she treated a case, like measles, mumps, it went away. Oh, Dorothy, you just had a, a very mild case. Oh, Dorothy, you had this. So they never believed it. I mean, there's another thing. It's, it was in Cuba during Castro's time. So that's more, you know, our time frame. They had an epidemic called leptospirosis and it would happen every year after their, they had the rainy season, everybody was sick, people were dying and they didn't have money. So what they did was they used some homeopathic remedies and basically just, just annihilated leptospirosis from the island. And it took them $200,000 to treat all their people versus $2 million if they would have used a homeopathic, I'm sorry, an allopathic drug that would have, because every one of them has side effects. So it would have had side effects along with, you know, treating the people. So it's just, it's just really incredible. So how are you sharing the virus? So I'm sure everybody and their mother is getting in touch with you now. And I know so people much. were so afraid of me flying to come out here. And you know, where we're going now in Colorado, you have to wear a mask, right? You yep. have to wear like a bandana if you go in public. Right. Like we went in public yesterday. And we didn't and it was kind of weird that we didn't have a mask. <laughs> like people Cause people were like, why aren't you following the rules kind of thing. So yeah. We got our mask now. Yeah, yeah. So she got me a beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, what is um? Can you share how um? I know I'm in the homeopathy across the world too. People's ideas of how they're addressing it because different areas have different symptoms and strains or. Right. So yeah, so, what would be your so advice? What I saw happening in the very beginning of this, there were homeopaths that would come out with this they did all this repertorization and they would come out with this is the best remedy everyone should take this remedy then a little while later they'd repertorize again they come up with another remedy then they come up with another one and i said to myself this is 
not how homeopathy works. You're supposed to have the symptoms, the exact symptoms of the person. Well, this virus changes. It changes from person to person. You may have a different symptom. It changes from country to country. And as the virus goes on, it may, the symptoms may change totally, you know, a, a lot. So you really have to pick a remedy at the time and dose with that remedy that matches. So what do I tell everybody to do right now? Basically, I tell them, get Ferrum Foss Cell Salt, which is an immune booster, and start taking it. Take the max dose on the bottle, do that. If you start feeling off, bring in some tinctures, herbal tinctures, okay? So because although I use homeopathy, I use other things as well. I'm not, still my mainstay is homeopathy, but I use other things. So use the cell salt, Ferrum Foss, number four on the bottle, as directed on the bottle, I would bring in tinctures depending on what I needed. If I'm stressed, bring in a tincture, okay? Or do something that makes you unstressed. Take a bath, use your lavender oil, do whatever. But then if you start getting sick, match it to a remedy. If a lot of people, now one of the remedies I heard them mention was arsenicum. Then arsenicum has, arsenicum is, Okay, arsenicum album is the remedy name. It's made from arsenic. So arsenic is a poison. If you take a poison, what happens is, you know, your body starts to purge. You may have issues going on with your body, but your mind is frantic and worried about your health. Well, what is happening to a lot of people? They're frantic, worried about their health. So that you can try that remedy, but I would take a remedy based on what's going on at the time, because that's really, in my opinion, your biggest bang for your buck is start using that remedy. And you really have to adjust. If your symptoms change, you do have to adjust the remedy to a different remedy based on what you see. But that's what I would do, you know, to continue dosing yourself day after day with a preventative remedy that you don't know if those symptoms are going to be in your area to me is a waste. And that doesn't work long time. They call the remedy that works in your area, the genus epidemicus. And what that means is it's the remedy. It could be a number of remedies and it could be different remedies depending on the area. But those are the remedies that are working on the active virus or the active disease that's going around in your area. And if you pick one of them versus a nozode, nozode is made from a, the disease tissue, which there may be a coronavirus nozode out now, but you know, the last coronavirus nozode that I have is not you know, COVID-19. It's not that one. I keep looking for someone who's sick because I want some mucus so I can make that remedy. <laughs> but anyway, so that's what I would do. You know, you really, to overdose yourself and bog yourself down with all these herbs and all these different things, I don't think is the right thing to do. Calm yourself down, figure out what you need to do to make yourself happy. Maybe don't watch TV so much. Maybe don't go on Facebook so much if it's upsetting. Do things that are calming. Go for a walk. I notice people are a lot nicer. When I drove my car to the grocery store, everybody in the neighborhood is out walking, and they're all waving. Like, I don't even know who these
me. I'm waving back. You know, it's funny because I have noticed that as well. There's, you know, and people are really going outside, which I think is a healer all of its own. Absolutely. I mean, I'm lucky. I live here on like a farm type atmosphere and I have animals, so I'm in and out a lot. But, you know, some people don't. So I do think it's important to go outside. Um, one of our questions is always like, who and how, um, who who really can use homeopathy? Who comes to you? Which I think you asked about being a mom. But it's really for, yeah, just answer that. In a, some... a lot of people, you know, so you could use it on yourself. You could use it on your kids. You could use it on people in your family. You can use it on your animals. So you really, you know, the more you learn about homeopathy, I think you realize the magnitude is huge. You could treat chronic illnesses. You know, you can treat, you know, there's a guy across the street from me who is in his late 80s. He has Alzheimer's and he has, he has cancer. And they sent him home to die about not this december but the december before so say it's um say it's a year and a half ago a little bit before december they sent him home to to die and we're just we're not doing big exorbitant things just a little palliating remedy to try to strengthen him he has great quality of life he's alive he's fine he just walked down to my house and they live way up the hill so he walked all the way down and he has lung cancer so this is telling you. So he walked all the way down to my house. I gave them some eggs the other day. So they picked him up and then he walked back home. You know, so you can do this. I mean, you can treat plants. You can treat, you know, your trees. You can do, you know, it's just amazing. But the more you learn, the more you realize that it, it doesn't have to be just a little acute thing. Oh, I fell down. I need Arnica. Well, that's fine if that's all. It's, you know what it's like? It's like you have this Maserati, right? And you're driving around in first gear. And you're going, I have a Maserati. I can drive it. Well, you know what? You could go up to fourth or fifth or sixth. I don't know how many gears they have in them. But, you know, you could do a lot more here yeah. if you just, you know, learned a little bit more. You know, and some people choose to just drive in first gear. That's fine. But realize. There's a lot more you could do. And does it work for everyone because it's, ener it's energy-based, yeah. right? Homeopathy. Right. So It definitely works for everyone. So people say, well, it didn't work. Okay, this is 100% true. The right remedy at the right potency taken at the right frequency will always work. If, it's, if something is not working, you're doing something wrong. It could be the wrong remedy. Maybe you're not giving it high enough, you know, whatever it is. But it always works. Now, you know, we talked about allopathic medicine, how they have side effects. Well, the only thing that you really have to think about in homeopathy, it's, I call it all the same thing, an aggravation, and overdose approving. The bottom line is you took the remedy more than you need and the remedy will kick out the same symptoms. So in other words, say you had a headache. Say belladonna's working for your headache. 
belladonna is a remedy. So you took belladonna in a 200 and you kept on taking it. So now, because really in homeopathy, especially clinical homeopathy, you should take it on an as-needed basis. So if you continue to take it and take it and take it, and your headache is gone. So your body is not really telling you to take it anymore. While you keep taking it, what happens? Your headache's gonna come back and you're gonna go, this stuff doesn't work. It works, you just took too much and your body's telling you. So your body will always talk to you and tell you what to do. Your body's saying, you're giving me too much, just stop. So, you know, in that case, there are a lot of different ways to diffuse a remedy. The easiest thing to do, really, is take that same remedy again in a lower potency. So if you have it in a six, take it in a six. You know, if you don't have it, then again, there's those crazy things like you can make paper remedies. And people think that's crazy, but that is something that absolutely works. You know, I was out to dinner with some friends and I didn't have any remedies. And we sat down and I said, my throat is starting to get sore. I am getting a cold. So I said, I don't have any remedies with me. What am I going to do? And then I said, I have a little pad in my purse and I have a pen. So I wrote, so my remedy, my go-to remedy for colds is Ferrum Foss 200. So I wrote Ferrum Foss 200C on the piece of paper, folded it up, put it in my bra. By the end of dinner, it was gone. Crazy? Yes. I can't explain it. I don't know how it works. It's energy. It's an energy modality, okay? It's like magnets are energy. You can wear them and you'll get the energy of whatever it is. So if you think at, about it that way, maybe it makes a little more sense, but I just folded up that piece of paper, put it on me, and I was fine. So if you, back to the aggravation, say you took belladonna too many times, now that headache is really bothering you, and you can't take any more of that potency because you just overdosed yourself. What you could do is write, Belladonna 6C on a piece of paper, fold it up, put it on you. It will bring you right down. So it's important to, and I teach that in the beginner class. I teach you what to do for an aggravation. That is your worst case scenario, which is really not that bad. And a lot of times I see people really learn a lot from having something happen that's not perfect. They'll learn, oh, okay, this is what an overdose is. This is how I treat it. It's really no big deal. You learn a lot that way. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. So where, so what's your, do they find you online or where can somebody find you if they want to get a hold of you and take your class? So I am a big, I teach, I'm, I'm a certified clinical homeopath. My certifications come from Robin Murphy. Um, and I am a big proponent of learning how to use homeopathy and being able to treat yourself. So what happened was I took all of Robin's classes and Robin is a great teacher. He's a phenomenal researcher. He gives lots and lots of information, but I, you know, I'm a detail person and I felt like I needed a little bit more details. How do you copy a remedy? I don't understand this. So I needed to know in tangible terms, what do I do? 
step one, step two, step three. So I put together classes based on that, you know, very basics. The first one that you have to take, and I usually have that as a prerequisite to most of my other classes, it's called Homeopathy Made Simple. It's a four-week class. It's not that much money. It's $150 for the four weeks. So, and if there are two-hour classes, you have access to me before the class. The classes, typically I start them around 6.30. Now I'm on the Eastern, you know, time zone. But, and I'll, I'll run them for two hours, but I'm usually on the phone before and after so you can ask questions. And I teach a lot of other classes. You know, I teach a class on epidemics, a big class on epidemics. It's just a one night class. I teach fun things like color and sound. I teach allergies. I teach coughs. I teach, um, there are two other four week series, family homeopathy that teaches all the different things that could happen including ADD and ADHD, like remedies in that series. Then I teach more homeopathy. That's a little more advanced. It's a four-week series. But I teach, I teach autopathy. Autopathy is, so the premier guy on autopathy is um, Jerry Chahovsky. He lives in Prague. And really what it is is you're taking some type of fluid from your body and you're making a remedy. And you take that remedy. I've seen it. I saw it work on my niece with MRSA. Just took it right away. Um, now, there are some things that you more that you need to learn about that. You know, these are not like two-minute classes. You have, to, and you have to have the basics so that you can build. But I really feel it's important to learn. You know, they put a lot of restrictions. And lately, you know, Sometimes they don't want homeopathy out in the forefront because maybe it's taking money from the pharma industry. But the bottom line is knowledge is power. And if you have the knowledge, there's no way they can take it away from you. You'll figure out a way to do things. You know, there's a church. Um, it's called the New Church. It's in Bryn Athen, Pennsylvania. And a lot of the homeopaths years and years ago used to belong to that church. And what they do in that church is they have study groups. So they would, and they were homeopaths. A lot of homeopaths were in that church. So they taught homeopathy in these little study groups in that church. And they passed things down. I did a, a research paper on it and I interviewed people from that church and I, they would pass down their materia medica and their repertory and their remedies from generation to generation. And it would, you know, there were, it's just really neat, but I really think if you want to stay healthy, you need to learn. So you have classes that you hold or yeah, you can teach people. I do. Okay. Where can they find I those? Or I have a website. It's homeopathy with Denise. D-E-N-I-S-E dot com. And you can go out there. I, I list all the classes that I'm teaching. Oh, by the way, all the classes are available via audio. So if, you know, this time frame isn't going to work for you, you know, you live out somewhere and you're working and you just can't do it, just buy the audio. You'll, everything comes with detailed notes. So, like, I'm a little anal with the notes. They have to be detailed. And I follow the, those notes to a T when I teach. Um, but you can find me on the website. 
I have a Facebook page. It's called Homeopathy Made Simple. And you can request to join. Now, I do have to approve you, and you need to answer those three questions with more than one word. I just need to make sure that we have the people that need to be in that group. So if you can just tell me, yeah, I want to learn, you know, or I want to just understand about clinical homeopathy, tell me something, and I'll just put you right in the group. Are there any last words you want to say before we complete this episode, Denise? I don't know. We covered a lot. I just think everybody should try homeopathy. I just, I don't see a downside to it. I, I wouldn't, you know, I got into this late in life. And I just, they said to me in the beginning, it's going to take 20 years. I'm like, that's not happening. So I put everything up on the computer. I search everything. I have go through my notes. I, but I think that if you really want to stay healthy and you really want to, you know, promote a good lifestyle, this is one of the key things that I think can bring you that easily. You know, it's addressing things on the emotional plane. It's address, addressing things on the mental plane. It's addressing things on the physical plane. What else are you going to find that is this inexpensive that works like this? Yeah. So I just think everybody should try it. Yay! Awesome. Well, thank you so Thanks, much for being Denise. here. That You're was welcome. wonderful. And we- Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. No, it's fun to share these things with people, um, how they can help themselves, especially at this time. And I think, you know, if you realize that you have more control than you think, you know, I think one of the hardest things when you learn homeopathy is to realize, oh, I don't have to go to the doctor. Oh, I don't have to go to the vet. Oh. I could try try to treat this myself. Hang on. (laughs) Let me see. Um, I think that really is pretty empowering, but it's also a very different way of thinking. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to the doctor if you feel you need to go there or you need to take your animal to the vet. You do whatever you need, but realize that there are other alternatives. And you can do a lot on your own. So I just think it's worth a try. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time. I'm sure we'll have you again because you have some uh, some uh, other magical arts that we haven't gotten into. So <laughs> thank you, Denise. And- You're welcome. Thank you. Well, that was really informative. Like that, um, that's why I learned from Denise. She's so detailed. Yeah. I mean, I've learned from you, but just to hear from your teacher of how important homeopathy is and how cool it is with energy. I mean, for my generation, we know energy is like, that's what everything is. Money, our thoughts, what we do is all energy. So for them to learn about homeopathy is so cool. And it makes me want to learn more about it because I only know it through you. Yeah. And that's what's fun about Denise is she wants to empower people Mm. through and her teaching she is she's so detailed and you cannot not get it Um, but it's really uh, awesome because it teaches our emotional awareness which is what I've always tried our emotions have power and they're great to ride and 
they're also easily to you know to kind of let them pass and not get stuck in the patterns yes I agree our emotional intelligence is very important and is something that we need to keep growing and keep learning about ourselves and I think homeopathy is a great way to do it yeah so I'm glad she's one of our yeah. episodes all right well if you like this episode comment like it share it with your friends or family we would love to hear your comments your questions your concerns everything is down below in the show notes and you can find Denise there as well in our links so we will catch you next episode yes